That is why it is important to encourage your kids. Train them now. Let them play keyboards. Let them play bass guitar. If you don't train it, the world will train them for you. That's what is going on. Because the world is not safe for the kids anymore. But it is you. It is our responsibility to raise them up in the Lord. It's time for the word of the Lord. Tell somebody, it is time for the word of the Lord. Shake the person. If he's sleeping, if he's sleeping, shake the person. Maybe you have done the double. So as you have come to church, it's a resting ground. We will not allow you. It is time for the Lord. And God has anointed his servant. Hello? God has anointed his servant. You see, I feel that the atmosphere is ready for a miracle. Hallelujah. I don't know what you are believing God for. But the Bible says that the word is sent to heal us. And when the word is sent, it accomplishes every purpose for which it is sent. Hallelujah. So, as we are about to receive the word, please don't let anybody distract you. Let's not go through our phones. Let's follow and our life will never be the same. Let's be on our feet and let's invite our man of God, our pastor, Reverend George Obin, to come and lead us. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We thank God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you that the word of God is quick and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and of the spirit. We thank you, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Holy Spirit, have your way this morning, Lord. Let us never be the same. Burn away the chaff. Sweep away the darkness. Let the flame burn to the glory of the living God. Your words that you sent for your word to heal and to deliver. As I preach your word, let healing come forth to anyone that is sick. I pray for healing to them that are sick. I pray for this for strength for the weak and the, for the feeble. Oh, yes, Lord. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please take your seat in the presence of the Lord. What happened to the people here? They went home. Huh? They have a special class. They were not kids, so. Amen. We thank the Lord. It's good to be back. Amen. Home is sweet. Last week I was not here. I was in Manchester, New Hampshire, visiting our church in Manchester, New Hampshire. I bring you greetings from Manchester. Hallelujah. Amen. But I believe that you guys, we had a wonderful time in the word of the Lord. We've been learning about seven great principles. Hallelujah. Amen. And we said a man is a spirit. He has a soul and he lives inside the body. Is that the first principle? What was the second principle? Oh, nobody was in church. What was the second principle? Oh, you don't write notes when you come to church. Kisha, you said you write notes, so give me some principles. Okay, what was the second principle? Is, is dead and desperately wicked. Okay. 
What was the third principle? What's the third thing that we learned? It's righteous and truly holy. Amen. What was the next thing we learned? After you are born again, newborn baby, and it must what? Grow. Wow. After you are born again, your spirit is a newborn baby, and it must grow. What else did we learn? After you are saved, your mind is still the same and it must be what? Renewed. Amen? Another point. Keep it under control. Amen. So, is it only three people were that were in church? Lydia, you were in church? Abba, you were in church? Joycelyn, you were in church? Atta, were you in church? Yeah. When we come to church, do we write notes when the preaching is going on? So why can't you boldly say it? I feel like preaching the same thing again because it's like we didn't get it. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 All right. We want to continue today. Hallelujah. Is everybody here with me? And this time I want you to write notes. I want to talk about seven great principles on spiritual growth. We learn from Ephesians chapter 4 verse 14. That henceforth we not be what? Children tossed to and fro. By every wind of doctrine, the slight craftiness of what? Men and what? And the cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Amen. Amen. Do you understand me? So, we said now we have become born again. We have a relationship with God. How do we grow? Because normally, can you lower the music for me a little bit, please? Every living thing, one of the characteristics of living things, everybody must be taking notes. So the topic today, preacher, Pastor George Obeying team, seven great principles on spiritual growth. You have put your dates, okay? Uh-huh. Now we are going to go through the seven great principles. That's how you make notes. Amen? Yeah. Uh, one of the characteristics of living, we are doing Bible studies. I'm not preaching. I'm doing Bible studies. Do you understand me? One of the characteristics of living things is that they grow. So when living things are not growing, everybody gets alarmed. And was like, we begin to wonder what is wrong. Why is the child not growing? If you have a child that is five years old, and the child is not walking. Everybody, doctors become concerned. Social workers become concerned. Parents become concerned. Do, do you understand me? We all become concerned that what is going on. When the child is four years and the child is not able to say certain words. Everybody get concerned because there is lack of development. There is delayed development. 
Do you understand me? So the same way we understand that, you know, when we become born again, we become like spiritual children. And the Bible says in Peter that as newborn babies, desire the sincere milk of the word that you will grow by, thereby. Do you understand me? So God does not expect us just to be babies. God does not even expect us to remain children. There is a time that we have to grow into maturity. And there are certain steps that we have to take to move out of being babies and to become children and even to move out of being children into grown adults. Are you here with me? Yeah. But sometimes, even though we have been Christians for 10 years, 20 years, we are Christian teenagers. We are in in our 16th year of being a Christian. But you are still behaving like a toddler. And if you are not growing spiritually, then we need to see what is wrong with it. And that is why a lot of people are being deceived these days. You know, they hear there is noise here and they are following it. We don't sit down to read the scriptures. We don't sit down to commune with God. Just to inquire of God. Even when you come to church and the word of God is preached, don't just take it like that. Go and search the scriptures to understand what this pastor was saying. Because many people are being deceived. What about if I tell you to go and drink poison? Do you understand me? No. We are following God. Me, myself, I'm following God. My measure is the Bible. And your measure must also be the Bible. So, when you come and the word of God is preached, when you read a book, it's written by a man. Search the scriptures and see if those things that are be written, if they be right or wrong. Just Don't just follow like, you know, like how sheep follow. No. We, we are more than animals. That is why we have sense to think. We have senses to manufacture things. And the common animals, they don't have that sense to do. Have you seen an animal manufacturing a car before? No. They eat. Amen. Amen. So in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse number 18, the Bible said, But grow in grace. And in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to live in glory now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, grow in grace. After you have been born again, you grow in grace. And not just in grace, but in the knowledge is knowledge. What is, who understand knowledge? What is knowledge? If you don't know it, Google it. Knowledge is acquired what? Information. What does the Google dictionary says? Let's look at that quickly, quickly, quickly. And why didn't you find out before coming to preach? You must also do some of the work. It's Bible studies. Uh-huh. Through experience. So what? 
Oh, it's there. My daughter was showing me. Okay. So it's what? Facts, information, and skills acquired by a person through experience or education. The theoretical and practical understanding of a subject. So we must find out facts about Christ. We must find out facts about Christ. Oh, don't take it off. Amen. Amen. We cannot just be there. You are just there. Instead of finding out information about why you are born again, find out information about the second coming of Christ. The Bible says we must grow in grace. And to be able to grow in grace, it means that you must learn to read your Bible and to study the word of God. That is where you get your facts. If you don't read the news, how do you get the facts? How do you know that, you know, something happened in Texas this last week? That somebody was sitting in, in, in his house shooting his gun. And his neighbor goes over the wall and said, hey, you can't be shooting guns like that. We have children in the house. And this guy come to your house quickly and kill five of them. See, you didn't read the news though. So he's like, you are surprised. You didn't even know that this happened. Yeah, three days ago. Amen. And when they went, the parents were trying to, all the five people were from Honduras. The parents were trying to protect the kids. So they were dead and the kids were under them. May the Lord deliver us from such evils. Our homes will be safe. Our neighborhoods will be safe. Our communities will be saved. Lord, there's so much evil in the land. But we pray for divine exemption, Lord. Wherever we may be, we ask for divine exemption and angelic protection, Lord. Let our going out and our coming in be secured in you. In the name of Jesus, we declare that our workplaces, our homes, our compounds... Places of interest, public places, grocery stores, supermarket, movie theaters. We decree and we declare that they are saved because of our presence in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't want to die when I'm not supposed to die. Amen. Yeah. So the Bible says grow in grace. Grow. Get knowledge. Get skills. Get understanding. Bible said that all these things happen for our examples. The things that happen in the Bible is an, an example for us. It's an, an experience for us. Yes. When we become a Christian, you are supposed to grow. You are 40 years as a Christian, but spiritually, you are two years old. So the first principle that we want to learn about spiritual growth is that after you are born again, accept that you are either a spiritual baby, a spiritual child, or a spiritual adult. Do you understand me? So we read from 2nd, 1st Peter chapter 2 verse 2 that as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Amen. That sincere milk, breastfeeding. Amen. 
there's something special about breast milk. So doctors even recommend that don't, I mean, if the, the mother can produce more, you work in the NICU. So you, pro, you, you, you educate the parents how they could breastfeed for like six months. These days it's only six months. In my days it was four years. My mother said I breastfed for four years. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm tall. <laughs> oh, it's a true story. I'm telling you. Yeah. Four years. She was, she was still giving me, Vivian, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. That's why I'm going to live to be 120 years. Amen. Yeah. So they educate that even breast milk is better than the formula. Because it helps the kids to develop their senses, develop all the elements that will help them to walk, that will help them to, to say their first word, that will help them to recognize figures and colors and all those things. Is in it. You are not even supposed to give them water. Everything is in the breast milk. So the Bible said that as newborn babies, our sincere milk, our breast milk, 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 breast, breast, breast milk, is in the word. Drink the word. Eat the word. Let it become your milk that you eat every day. And as you eat the milk of the word, the Bible says you grow thereby. You, you grow in your Christian walk. You grow. You don't remain a child. Amen. But that is one thing that we don't do. We don't like to read Bible. We don't like to read Christian literature. When was the last time you pick up your Bible and said, I'm having my quiet time. You are looking at my face. I'm also looking at your face. But you want to grow. Why are you not giving your, your, your child like, you know, um, oxtail? Your baby, you are not giving your baby oxtail and escabi fish and stop and go and rice and peas, jollof rice, fufu, soup. And why are you not giving the babies this food? Because it, it, they can't even chew on it. They can't digest it. Their stomach is not prepared for it. So as we become born again, what our stomach is prepared for is the word. That is the milk for us. And the Bible says that as you eat it, you grow thereby. Are you here with me? Yeah. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14, what does the Bible say? Henceforth. No, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14. Henceforth. We no more be children tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slit of men and cunning craftsmen. Give it to me in the Amplified. So that we are no longer spirit, children spiritually immature. So you can be spiritually mature and spiritually immature. Toss back and forth. You see? Toss back and forth. Get up, Pastor Senor. 
this is iPhone 14, you better watch out, man. So I toss it, then toss it back to me. You see, your life should not be like that. I should have used Nanako Joe's iPhone 10. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you never know. After preaching, somebody will decide to buy you iPhone 12. Man. Hallelujah. So the Bible said when you are a child, you just get manipulated. You just get manipulated. Small thing that you are following. Everything that you get is it's like you are being tossed back and forth. With, you don't have any aim. There is no goal. Back and forth like ship on a stormy sea. So it's like, you know, just like that. Doctrine by the cunning and trickery of what? Unscrupulous men. By the deceitful scheming of people ready to do anything for personal profits. Ready to do anything for personal profits. You have pastors that plant people in the church to come give testimonies that has not happened. I took an Uber and I decided to preach to the Uber driver. And the Uber driver told me that I used to go to church but I've stopped. Because I used to work with a prophet. And what we do is that when we are having program, we go and bring people from Massachusetts, from New York, and they will come and give fake testimonies. And after that, people will come for consultation and we will collect money. Me, I took an Uber driver. And that is what the, the driver told me. If I tell you the prophet, you will know because he's a very popular prophet. Yes. But if you are matured, if you are matured, when you get a test on your phone that your Amazon account is being locked, you will not just click the link. You know that it's a phishing test. It's because you are matured. But if you are a child, you just click on it and go and put all your particulars in it. The next day, every money in your account is gone. Are you here with me? Am I preaching to somebody? Yeah. There are pastors that deceive people for money. It's for their personal gain. Yeah, he said he has experienced some before. They lie in wait. They just preach just to get you scared. One person told my, my friend whose husband had had a stroke. He said that your husband has had a stroke. Began to say stories. They said, okay, I mean, somebody whose husband has had a stroke. Charlie, the person is, is just in despair, just looking for help. The next week, the pastor came. He said that, you know, I want you to take dollar, 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 dollar. Your husband is 47 years. Take dollar, 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 47. And put it, and put oil on it and burn it. The following, this America here. The following Sunday, the pastor said that, you know, your, the people that are doing your husband, they, are do, they have taken him to another place. And he will, you see, they work with familiar spirit. So sometimes they will say things that, that are close. And he told them that the 27th August 2022, the Lord took me and I went to cemetery and I saw people wearing black and I saw them lowering your husband into the grave. So 27th August 2022, if you don't do A, B, and C, your husband is going to die and that is the day that they will bury him. In America here, last year, 
This person called me and she was crying. And he told me, he told me that the pastor said, you have to show a seed of laptop. You have to show a seed of laptop. So I told her, you see, ever since that your husband had a stroke, I've been praying with you on the phone, praying with you, encouraging you. You haven't even bought me a mouse. Somebody came to scare you. You are about to go and buy a laptop. I said, don't worry. The money will divide into two. <laughs> I was joking. I said, don't worry this person. Block the person. So she blocked the person. And the pastor used another number, a different number to call her again. Do you understand me? And if you are not a mature person, you get deceived. And he, he wanted an Apple laptop too. Amen. Is everybody here? Yeah. That is why you must read your Bible. That is why you must ask God for understanding. When you read your Bible. Don't go a week without reading your Bible. Don't go a day without reading a scripture from the holy book. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's, it's, you are a baby. You have been sitting here. You have been giving offering. You have been giving tithe. But you are a baby because you don't read your Bible. You don't read anything. You don't study the word. You see, I've been studying 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and Ephesians chapter 4. That's these two chapters. I've been studying it. Amen. In Hebrews chapter 5, verse 13 and 14, said that for everyone who partakes only of milk is not accustomed to the word of righteousness. For it's an infant, but solid food is for the matured who because of practice have their senses trained to discern good and evil. But strong meat belongs to, he said, but strong meat, but solid food is for the spiritually matured whose senses are trained by practicing to discern what is morally good and what is evil. You can train your senses to know that this is morally good. This is morally evil. We don't read. You don't read anything. So you let your flesh takes over. If everything our flesh tells us that we do, hey, like what my flesh is telling me now, if I want to do it, there will be chaos in the church. So we are saying that after you are born again, you have three stages. You become a baby, you become a child, and you become a matured adult. Do you understand me? Yeah. And spiritual growth is likened to the natural growth. God expects you to grow. And the only way you grow is read your Bible and pray every day. You pray every day. Pray every day, pray every day. Read your Bible, pray every day. If you want to 
grow if you want to grow hallelujah read your bible pray every day pray every day pray every day read your bible pray every day if you want to grow if you don't want to grow hallelujah don't read read your bible don't pray every day don't pray every day don't pray every day don't read your bible don't pray every day if you don't want to grow the church is over you think it's a sunday school song but that is the reality my brother there is not, nothing else. This is what makes us to become pastors. This is what makes us to become matured Christians. There is no magic. It's not by prophecy. Jesus Christ was the greatest prophet that ever lived. But the Bible said that he went about preaching and teaching. Prophets, number one, do, I'm not against prophets because it's one of the fivefold ministry. They also have their part they play in, 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 in the house of God. Just imagine as I came here, then I started prophesying. There's no preaching, there's no teaching. There's no salvation, there's nothing. Amen. Another one is that after you are born again, you become a spiritual baby and you are dominated by the flesh. Yes. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 and 3, the Bible said, and ye has he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. We are all living in sin. Where in time past we walk according to the course of this world. In time past, we walk according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air. The serpent, the spirit that now walketh in the children of disobedience. Among them also, we had our conversation in time past, in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and by nature, the children of wrath, even as others. In time past, everybody has a past. But when you become born again, the past has to give in to the new. By the renewal of our mind. Do you understand me? If you used to curse, it has to stop. If you used to fornicate, if you used to steal, if you used to be disobedient, if you used to be rebellion, now that you are born again, if you used to be unforgiving, now you have to walk in forgiveness. So, when you are a spiritual baby, anything that comes into your mind, you do it. Let's say we have a child here. If the child wants to wee wee, nobody will even know. They will just wee wee. If they want to poo poo, they will just poo poo. If they want to pass gas, they will just do fishing. Do, do, do you understand me? That is a child. Because he doesn't care. He's just not concerned about who is looking at me, who is smelling what is happening around or, you know. Do you understand me? But sometimes 
you are in a place you want to be peace so bad or you want to pass gas you have to hold your two bots together no 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 please 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 don't laugh I'm trying to explain something you have to hold your two bots together so <laughs> so that nothing comes out how are you able to because you're an adult and you are trying to control things I mean this one we have all done it before this one you have done you are you, you have done it. I have done it. Don't, so don't, don't sit there and behave like what is right. Ew. 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 No, 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 no. You see? But, okay, let's come back. I have five minutes. So, you hold yourself. Then gradually, 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 gradually. So, you, until you get to a place and speed. You go. And then, you do it. Then you come back. That is the mature person. You have control over it. You decide what you will respond to. And that is how Christian maturity is. When you become a matured Christian, you bring your body under subjection. You are able to lay aside every weight and every sin. The things that easily beset you. You are able to tell the flesh that, I mean, this thing, it looks nice, but I'm not doing it. It's, it's not happening. I'm not moving this way. It looks nice and so good, but I'm not moving this way. I'm trying, you, I mean, there are many temptations that will come your way. Sometimes you will fall, but you make amends quickly and you correct your steps. But a child, you will just poo-poo and be there. Sometimes they'll poo-poo twice and they are there. Yeah, they'll just poo-poo and they are there. Amen. As you become matured, you, you, you have control over your body. If your flesh is always controlling you, you want to read your Bible, the flesh says sleep. You want to forgive the flesh, says pay them back. Show them. Do you understand me? The flesh is like you are so much after the world. You are so worldly. There is no difference between you and the person who that's born again. The unbeliever. There are people who are religiously right. It's like unbelievers, they are, born, they are in the church. They know one or two, but they just don't follow it. Do you understand me? Yeah. God expects us to grow. We need to put the body under subjection. Are you here with me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Spiritual babies, they cry. Cry. Babies, they cry. They complain. If a matured Christian, you must be able to overlook certain things in the church. You must be able to overlook certain wrong that is done unto you. Sometimes children, they cry. Unnecessary cry about so many things. It's not everything that you have to take, you know, you have to pick on it. So it's something that you just have to let it go. You have to pretend as if you haven't seen it. It comes with maturity. It's like you are so sensitive. We can't even speak about you because of you. We can't preach about a certain topic in the church. Are you here with me? Let us grow up. Tell your neighbor, grow up. Tell somebody, grow up. You can't be a baby forever. Amen. 
Number three, then we are closing on this. When you become a spiritual child, you are dominated sometimes by the flesh and sometimes by the spirit. There's, there, there, there's, a, there's a contradiction. There's a fight between the body and the flesh. In Ephesians chapter 4, is the thing not working? Ephesians chapter 4, verse 14, he said that, that we henceforth be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the sleet of men and the cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. By speaking the truth in love, we may grow up into all things, which is the head, even Christ. Speaking the truth in love. Amen. Yeah. There's always a fight between the body and the spirit. There's always a fight. When you are a spiritual mature, spiritually matured, you are dominated by the spirit. As many that are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You must aim to be dominated by the spirits. You must aim to be influenced by the spirits. If you are influenced by the spirit, you walk in the fruit of the spirits. It's, every, it's not like every little thing that you pick up on it. The slightest thing that you pick up on it. No, you must learn to walk in the fruit of the spirits. In Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 25, the Bible said, But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, godliness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affliction, with affection and lust. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirits. When you are with Christ, you crucify your body, you crucify your flesh. And let us walk in Christ. Love is patient. The fruit of the spirit is what? Love. Long suffering. Meekness. Humility. You are too puffed up. Everybody is below your level. There's no way you can forgive. You know it all. Let us be on our feet. Clap your hands for Jesus. Amen. Amen. So when you become matured, you grow into spiritual maturity. When you are spiritually matured, you are dominated by the spirit and not by the flesh. You are dominated by the spirit because your spirit is big, strong and mature. That dominates the flesh, which is now weaker than the spirit. Because your spirit is the stronger one and dominated part of your body, we see more of the fruit of the spirit. What is leading you? What has dominated your flesh? What is that that is leading you? When you become angry, every plate in the house gets scattered. When you become angry, the words that you speak, you can really insult. There are men that can insult Normally, we've known that ladies insult more than men. But I'm telling you, I've seen some men that can really insult. 
Who? Nana Tonedo. Ah, I don't even know who he is, but I'm sure he's alive. Amen. Yeah. Bible says, let the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart be acceptable in his sight, O Lord. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is any other thing, let us think about these things. Please, let's, let's, it's okay. Let's leave it. It's okay. Let's pay attention to what I'm saying. Amen. Yeah. Let us grow. Don't remain a child as a Christian. Grow in your Christian walk. Read your Bible. Pray to God. Let God minister to you. Pastors, we have our part to play. But you also have your part to play. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Become a matured person. There's no way. I would just come, like, just as I've come to preach. You are supposed to go back and take what I've, I've preached to you. Take the scriptures. Read it and let it minister to you and begin to abide by it. That is where the growth comes from. Amen. But just one Sunday on a, on, on a, on a, in a week and you're not doing anything, it's not going to do anything to your life. If I ask you what was the first point I gave, you will not even know. Amen. Amen. Lift up your hands and pray. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. The Lord, I will not be a baby. I desire to grow. Help me to grow in you. In the knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Online, pray to God. Ask for God's help. Ask God to help you. Lord, help me. I've been a baby for a long time. I don't see growth in me, Lord. I pray for grace to be more like you. A heart like yours, Lord. That is what I desire, Lord. A mind like yours, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Let me grow in the knowledge of Christ. Let me get more skills about Christ. Let me get more experience about Christ. Let me get more information about Christ. Help me. Help me. Help me to live for you, Lord. Let my life stand out. Let my life be a distinct from every other life, Lord. Oh, God, help us. No more children tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Ah, mando, kalo, sande, palo, ricado, mikuru, sadiande, lebele. Help us to put our body under subjection. Help us to have full authority over the flesh, Lord. Mando pale lacronde for the Bible said the works of the flesh are being manifest, Lord. Adultery, fornication, lying, and so many things of the flesh, Lord. We pray, Lord. We pray, Lord. Let us desire your word. Ah, in someone. The Bible said, The blessed is the man that has not walked in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law. And in this Lord, he shall meditate day and night. The Bible said he shall be like the tree planted by the rivers of waters that bringeth forth fruit in its own season. And whatsoever he does, he prospereth. Oh God, deliver us from standing the way of sinners, Lord, the counsel of the ungodly, ah, the seat of the scornful. We pray that our delight 
We will seek after you. We will seek after your word. We will seek after your word day and night. There will not be a day go by without reading something from the Holy Scriptures, Lord. Help us, Lord. Whatever makes us not to delight in your word, take it away. Take away procrastination. Take away uninterest, Lord. Take away laziness, Lord. Help us, Lord. In the name of Jesus. And in verse 6 said about the unrighteous is not so. He is like the chaff. The wind bloweth away. Ah. Ah Lord. Oh let us delight in your word more than silver and gold. Let us have a, a balanced life. In, he, in, in Proverbs chapter 11 verse 1. The Bible says that false balance is an abomination unto God. But a just weight is a delight. Let us go to school. Let us go to work. But Lord, we will also have time for you. We will have a personal time for you, oh God. Because that is the only way we grow, oh God. You said we should draw nigh unto you. And you will draw nigh unto us, Lord. Help us. Draw us closer to you. A closer walk with you, Lord. Some of us, we have not read our Bible for more than a year, for more than six months, for more than three months, for more than a month, for more than a week. Ah, ah, Mando, we delight in Facebook, we delight in Instagram, Snapchat, oh, ah, Twitter, we delight in social media. Our flesh, our bodies have been consumed by social media feeds. When we look at your phone and we look at the statistics, how many times you have spent on WhatsApp? How many time hours that you have spent on TikTok? How many hours you have spent on Instagram? It's five hours. But when we read your, we look at your Bible, you haven't been spent one minute and you call yourself a Christian. You call yourself a born again, a tongue speaking, a tight pain. But you rather spend five hours on TikTok watching engagement feed watching dance afro beats watching funny stuff but you haven't read your bible when the feeds are coming and you see anything about the bible you scroll up you are going to look for the funny ones lord help us lord help us for we have not esteemed you higher lord with every eye closed with with every head bowed down maybe you are here you are not born again Maybe you gave your life to God for some time ago, but you can see that you have lost the connection to God and you want to reconnect back to him. With every eye closed, I want you to lift up your hands and I'm going to pray with you. Oh, I want you to say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am sorry for my sins. I confess them all. I call on the name of the Lord because that is the only way I can be saved. Lord, come into my heart. Be the Lord over my life. I dedicate my life to you. Write my name in the Lamb's book of life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Give a clap of faith unto God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Powerful. We thank the Lord. Take out the 